hot. That's when I saw 420. 420. Nice. Awesome. We did. And it, welcome guys. back to gush number 18 or 19 or 17, depending on whether you're watching this on YouTube or listening it doesn't to matter. this on Spotify. It doesn't, it doesn't matter because numbers, numbers aren't real. That's the theme of this episode, everybody. <laughs> Time the theme. is not real. And so we're living in the Sonic universe. Or as I like you know, to call it. I was it. thinking maybe I, I, I was like, am I going to be the first returning guest? But then I'm not fucking technicals. Beat yes. Me. I didn't realize he was yeah. in the first episode. God but damn it. We are in a different place from technicals. We're in a different place from we're in what I like to call the Sonic Zone. This is the Sonic Zone. This is the Sonic. Sonic Zone Act One. Exactly. Um, and let me just set the tone here. So you can, <laughs> you can view Cybershell as your final boss <laughs> yeah, for all your yeah. Sonic needs here on the Gush Podcast. It's kind of a weird opening song, but hey, you know it is what it is. Also, are you like recording the the? This this playlist separately, and you're gonna layer that on top, or you're yes. gonna like manually. We're okay. gonna do a live recreation, live in studio. Perfect, perfect. Wait, That's exactly what I wanted. Yes, it's a little quiet, but yeah, I turned it up. Uh, I mean, I'm sure it'll be perfectly fine for you, the viewer. Okay, now it's there. We go. No, I have to turn it up. <laughs> it's interactive. You know, like mixing on the fly. Hell yeah. Um. So yeah, I actually do like this track, the final zone. From Sonic One, it's Me a little too. like it's like very imposing. Very epic. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's almost like too epic. That fight is kind of weird. It's just Robotnik and a bunch of tubes going up and down. It's like I have shit talked that final boss before, but it's not that bad. It's just not that amazing. You know what I mean? It was cool. Again, it was the first one. It was the first final boss. No, I, they didn't have the cooler final bosses to compare it to at the time. I'm sure exactly. it was considered epic. And I mean, it was pretty epic. If you think about it, it's kind of a an analogy for how the internet is, right? It's just a bunch of tubes up and down. Much exactly. That fight. That's exactly what they were thinking of when they were. And you never know which fight. one's evil. Right. I, I think it's an analogy for that. And I think right now we're kind of caught in this state where this kind of music that we're listening to, that we're enjoying together, in this case, sharing on a podcast. Truly, we don't know the future of whether this will be acceptable or not, because on sites like Twitch, so much as playing a small sample of any kind of video game music like this could get you permanently banned. I'm and so upset about this. OK, like I, I understand. I don't like it, but I understand that, like, top 40 music, you can't be fucking playing that on your goddamn Twitch. I get it. OK, you know, whatever. But like video game music. It's sacred. You're supposed to, you're allowed to use video game music. You can't take video game music away from us. It's getting to the point where street fucking Twitch streamers are like muting games just so they don't get their streams taken down, which is ridiculous. That like, makes what the no hell? sense. It's so like, ridiculous. <laughs> it's like you, if you have the right to stream a game, that should include the music. And again, I understand exactly. there's a difference when you're doing licensed songs. That's one thing. Again, whatever. But I'm talking about video game music made for the video game. We were talking about Earthbound in particular has apparently had a re-release of a CD in Japan and now like a bunch of old... I saw Chuck Conroy saying a bunch of his like Let's Play videos were getting taken down just because of the fucking music, which is like 
and that that's taking so the whole video down yeah yeah the whole video oh like like not God. just like muted it was like down which just doesn't make any sense like i can't even wrap my head around that like that actually is another layer of not making sense they actually would take the video down which apparently is happening i mean i, I haven't personally had any problem with earthbound music so i can't fully vouch for that but apparently this is a real thing i wouldn't just be saying it to drum up like fear for you guys so just be careful with your video game music do a little research you know it's not too hard to figure out if the music you want to use will be allowed by, you know, YouTube. Usually you can find a video using it and then look in the description to see if there's that little auto-generated yeah. box that comes up. Because yeah. if that comes up, that means they're claiming the rights for that music. Exactly. You won't they're see that on most video game music. Yeah, that's that's usually how I go. I can't I can't claim that will work with 100% accuracy. And plus, that's the thing about YouTube we were also bitching about, which is that they change the rules. Like, the rules will be one thing one year. And then, like, a couple years later, oh, we sh we're changing the rules now. Now that video you made with that music, yeah. Now it's not allowed <laughs> because I have videos from 12 years ago where I would just play music without thinking because it's just you know whatever. What are they gonna do? Watch every video on YouTube to find out if they're using music. I didn't think about robots back then. Yeah, um, it's gone bad. It's getting bad. It and I think um, this is one place where gamers. I know this sounds ironic, but where gamers are kind of united in this way of thinking because if you think about it. Um, this is exactly where where gamers care about. They've always viewed the the gameplay as something shared um, with it's content so creation. It's so strange, honestly. Like, because you're allowed to like make a let's play or a Twitch stream or whatever of a video, like, and that's your footage. It counts as your performance of that game. You know what I mean? Like, that's technically your like you. I don't know how to say it. you own so the rights to that performance. I guess like, you know, when you play a video of yourself playing through a game and then if someone else like, you know, imagine if you made a let's play of a game and then you found out Hollywood did a movie and they just use your let's play as like generic game footage without giving you any credit. Wouldn't that be weird? Wouldn't that make you feel like, what the fuck? Shouldn't I get compensated or something? I mean, I don't know. For sure. It's, it's, it's strange. I mean, I don't even know how much you deserve to be compensated for that. Cause like obviously the people who deserve compensation who would have to be asked are the people who own the rights to the game. Like can the game be in the movie? But I don't know. It's just a weird, complicated fucking thing. Thing, man video games are strange they're a strange medium they're a strange yeah. kind of art they, the they press I, the boundaries because they're a new universe mm -hmm. they push I the mean, boundaries of what is content and what is art and what is shared experience and all that you know because they're mm -hmm. a complicated thing they're a universe that's when i said the sonic universe i wasn't being ironic i really meant it right yeah it's it's interesting it's got it is it is like a, a video game is like a little digital puppet show and you control the puppets and there's all these rules and you have to like get to the end and stuff it's just interesting because video games are obviously they're well not obviously longer than a movie but they usually are typically nowadays they're longer than a movie so you can do more different things with like so it's just interesting to see when games like a lot of games try to be like movies and emulate the style the visual language mm -hmm. of just being a movie so it's like i don't know i like to see games embrace their gaminess you know what i mean yes um i like both kind of vague but it's it's but it's sort of like what i'm trying to get well you know what you're saying is kind of i'm about to go big picture here for a second it's kind of relevant to 10,000 bc of or whatever however you know 100,000 years ago 500,000 years ago more accurately millions of years ago when humans were hunting for prey you know 
game, the word originally means for like hunting, right? It's like an object to... Um, that is actually kind of weird. I never really thought about that. But yeah, like that is just sort of like what goal. triggers a simulation. I mean, I wonder if that's a coincidence that a lot of modern games involve hunting and killing things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can see it in a cat, like their eyes look at big, like they, they enjoy the act of hunting and killing because it's programmed into their brain. And humans aren't, they're not cats, but they're not entirely dissimilar. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, exactly. Exactly. There is um, something weird about that, like just the fundamental act of like what it, what 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 buttons in your brain is a video game pushing to like release the dopamine and make you happy? It gets kind of a weird way to look right. at it, but like why are video games based. fun? But like it's like video games are fun because oh you can you know get you jump the little guy through the level, but like why is that fun? Why does that it's do the anything? Reward. You know it's I mean? all about reward. It is. I guess it, that really does come down to it. Like you know bing, it's a bing, challenge. Like, you can't just exactly you can't just bing bing wahoo your way through Mario Bros. One your first time. It like you it really yeah it's an intellectual. Game really exactly. You have to have an extremely high IQ to understand Super Mario Brothers One. <laughs> you um, really do. You really do. It just, I, it's, it's so hard for me to even imagine this. Like kids today. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to go full boomer about this shit or anything, but like kids no, today grow up. Let's go full like, boomer. Let's go full. They grow boomer. up with like PS4 and like these incredible 3D games. And it's just like, yeah, video games just are like a thing that just exists to them. But then you're like, I don't know. You talk to some old ass motherfucker who like they <laughs> lived when video games did not exist. They lived in a world without video games, and video games like a new thing. Yeah. And that's like. It's so hard for me to imagine that, like, you know, obviously I still can enjoy Pac-Man and have a good time playing these old arcade games, but like, that was like the first, like, the idea of even controlling a thing on a screen was such a novelty to these people, like, that's why those old Atari games, like, I don't like to shit games for being too old or whatever, too archaic, but like, it's so hard for me to appreciate the Atari games, because like, they're so primitive, but at the time, I understand, like, that was enough, like, that was enough to be considered good and cool, you know what I mean? And it's just weird to me to think there's going to be people who, like, look at, like, you know, like, the old Sonic games, and are like, nah, that's too primitive for me to get into, you know what I mean? I feel like there's a difference, like, I, I, it can't be to well, the, the same degree. Sonic it can't be to the yes. same degree. Like, obviously, there's Sonic way more of a barrier of entry to those old Atari games. They're so esoteric. Yeah. Like, they're, like all, Sonic's the easy, simple enough to understand. Ah, uh, yes, the esoteric Sonic. Atari games. They are. I mean, they're so weird to even understand, like, what am I even looking at half the time? Like, they're, you need to read them. You need a high IQ. You need a high IQ to, to understand them. <laughs> you really did have to. Well, it's not even high IQ. You just had to have a, an imagination. Like, games used to require yeah. you to, like, abstract things and use your imagination, like Final Fantasy battles. Like, you understood the characters weren't standing in a row and taking turns and like mm -hmm. watching numbers go down you're supposed to use your imagination you're like, supposed I'm to be excited by big numbers on screen <laughs> no you are you are <laughs> but it is an abstraction for like real combat i would imagine um, i mean in real yeah. life people don't have hit points at least i don't think yeah the hit points are literally uh, just well, a measure of like effort and success and failure right. with each swing it's kind of like farming uh feedback so here's another weird yeah. thing that just popped into my brain because of the aquatic zone, uh, aquatic music that's going on from Sonic is like the idea of like when you die in a video game, like that's like, you know, it like it pisses you off, right? Like like when you drown in a Sonic game, it's like it's terrifying because you're like so close to being able to escape, but you can't. It's just super weird how like video games can invoke all these weird emotions in you. Like, like you can feel anxious watching a character in a movie almost drown, but it'll never be the same because you know whether you don't have any input on it, you were going to watch it, whatever happened, whatever put on film is what's going to happen. Whereas when you're watching a video game, it's like, this is you. Like, you can't help but, like, project your ego onto the character that you're controlling and, like, see that as part of Wait, you. Can I, I want to make a, an analogy. I want to make a gaming analogy really quick before I forget it. Because mm -hmm. uh, this, uh, this reminded me of that. In Pokemon, it's a more simple RPG. And so when you attack somebody, it doesn't actually say how much 
it doesn't say how many hit points you took away. There's no number indicator for how uh, much. You just have to look at the life bar and sort of. It's eyeball. just the life bar. It's the colors and eyeball it exactly. Um, and you kind of know where's where, but uh, I've always thought that was a more. Uh, for a while at least until you outsmarted it that it was kind of a more imaginative system of like well it just it's almost more of like a feeling in pokemon it felt like when you're damaging somebody rather than just like you know uh, an exchange of numbers right pokemon did so much right in like letting you really that's another game that you really feel like you're like the trainer or whatever you know because yeah. you have so much expression in like because like everyone plays for pokemon but like everyone gets like little not everyone has a different team i shouldn't say that but like you know everyone does it a little differently you know unique what i mean experience. people are unique experience. It, it, the, the games are very much prone to allowing yourself to create a unique experience create unique like expression through player More identity control through your team through your moves that you choose like pokemon is a very restricted game like you only have four moves at a time blah 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 but you can have a whole team of pokemon i honestly like it is just crazy how much that game in particular like has taken off like again this is me flexing my boomer brain for all the fucking zoomer zoomers in the audience like i remember pokemon blue and red like i remember pokemon exploding in popularity like it was a phenomenon i don't yeah, think people I, who've been experienced the 90s can understand how big pokemon and sonic but for right now we're talking about pokemon like those were just inescapably huge fucking franchises i mean the pokemon's still that big basically especially pokemon go you can't not be exposed to pokemon yeah. Oh, we'll I get have to that a, later, but I, ha I, have, I have a theory that, like, uh, I, I'm starting to think from this conversation that, like, the more control, like, well done the feeling of control happens in the game, the more, like, people are going to be invested in the game. And Pokemon did so well because of what you're saying here. Like, they did so, like, because you feel like the trainer. So you feels like you're, you know what I mean? Like, right, the way yes. you were saying before about, like, you don't want to die in a game. It's because, like, you it's worse than mm -hmm. in a movie because you're the one who dies you're controlling it and you are the one yeah you're you identify as the die. character it'll just hit you harder mm -hmm. not like in that like oh you're so emotionally upset that like a character died because you know they'll just respawn whatever you're just having extra yeah. life but you still just feel like oh i made a mistake i could have done better that's one good thing mm -hmm. like it doesn't seem like sonic would be necessarily that high of player expression as a game right like when i talk about mario i love mario i'm not, I'm not shitting on mario but just as, as an aside like there's basically a correct way to play mario you know you go through the level you don't get hit you jump on the guys maybe you find the secrets whereas with sonic it's like there's way more like movement control I and like physics based on mario I, I know i'm sorry i'm sorry that. mario fans i'm Holy sorry shit. i'm, I'm throwing down my mario cap right now onto the ground and stomping it in anger i will never bing bing or wahoo again in my life but um <laughs> it's basically like you know i feel like sonic i think i've said this before but like the the the, the game feel is kind of almost like you're in like a skate park you know what i mean because like, you can play really well and do all these mm -hmm. cool moves and like yeah you can't just keep running at enemies and falling on your ass and getting up and like you can complete the game like like that just like you can skate board through an area and fall on your ass a million times but that's not the fun part the fun part is doing it well and stylish and cool you know what i mean yeah definitely Just in the inherent satisfaction of playing a game well which again a lot of games i feel like these days don't focus so much on you know what i mean uh, it's also so just it really a weird thing. A style thing. That's it so really true. was like it's, like it's a Mario time is thing not too. stylish in any way. There's like, like <laughs> I mean, you can be kind of cool, I guess. Like you'd be mm -hmm. pulling off like really hard moves, but it's like there's a limit to it. Where it's like, right? It's, it's a so more slow, more deliberate game. You're supposed to approach a scenario, visually survey it, and like see. It oh, I'm going to do here. IQ. I'm going to jump. Yeah. Well, I guess because you're supposed to see what you're supposed to do and then do it. Whereas in Sonic, because you just Sonic like, is react made for Americans. Sonic's like fast food. Sonic is Mario fast food. Sonic was meant to be more so like check this out. Check this out. I have a theory of Sonic. 
Am I screaming into the mic? Yes. Fuck. It's okay. (laughs) You're just excited. I'm very excited. I have. I'm having sonic autism right now. Hold on. I know it feels good. (laughs) It's also a lot of caffeine in my system, to be fair. But (laughs) um, they're kind of the same thing, aren't they? Speed, gotta go fast. Um, Anyways, ruined an entire generation. But that's a different video essay for a different day. (laughs) No, but the real, the real point that I'm trying to make though is. Sonic himself is just such a cultural symbol of America in the 90s. In a, in a it really cool is. Sonic, Sonic really is such a symbol yeah. in the 90s. I, I don't, I, I'm not, I don't, I'm not, I don't hate Zoomers. I don't want to keep saying this in a weird way, but like Zoomers don't understand. <laughs> you do not understand just how much of a cultural force in the 90s Sonic was. He still exists. He's still relevant. Sonic will never go away. I feel like part of that just comes down to he's such a good character design. Say anything you want about his games, about his character, about his fans. But like, he's got a good, solid, fundamental character design. He's blue. Well, you know, he looks cool the speed is conveyed perfectly through his little spikes you can go in a little ball <laughs> it's just good solid character design it's something yeah, i can see why autist people like myself are like so attached to it you know what i mean just like oh i like that <laughs> i like that kind of character sure yeah. um disclaimer i don't actually have autism i just i just felt like sonic autism How so i'm not you. trying to culturally appropriate you i'm just trying to say that excuse me 911 can you give me the phone number for bo blacks please <laughs> I need to report you to the autism police. Um, so you guys are forming a community now, huh? Yes. <laughs> You're forming an army. It's called Sonic Fandom. I'm afraid. I'm actually afraid now. People should be afraid of the Sonic fans. We're too powerful. We're so powerful. We need to be on no your good side. Us. I think we need to be on your good side. Yes, exactly. Sonic be, fans I... will only get more powerful as time goes okay, on. That's the weirdest Sam, thing. Me and Sam are going to be the silver and the... Um, I don't know. Assign me a. I'll be, who should I be? You can be Charmy. You can be Charmy no, the bee. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can just the say ninja. Silver and Shadow. No, the, silver. no, what's the ninja's name? Oh, Espio? Yeah, he's, he's pretty dope. Okay, Espio and Silver are me and Sam. No, for I'm sure. It's silver. Fuck that. I'm mighty. I'm mighty the fucking armadillo. Bro. Hell yeah. Wait, that's the a, fuck is mighty? One of the chaotics. Well, mighty's sort of not really a member of the chaotics, but whatever. It's like Sam's the thing. crocodile. He's the original Sonic. <laughs> Hell yeah. We're gonna find the computer. <laughs> hey, I love Vector. He's a good boy. Hey, it's me, Vector. <laughs> I don't know why he had to have that kind of voice. He could have like a regular us. voice. That's how he. <laughs> we gotta find the computer room, Jeremy. Yeah. Find the computer room. Find the computer room. Find the computer room. Find the computer. Yeah, you know, the voice acting in Sonic Heroes is kind of strange. I mean, I guess um, uh, Tails is awful. I, I hesitate to go back to it because of that. Hell yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I I, don't, I have a whole video of me yelling at LS Mark about my thoughts on Heroes. I it's a weird thing is I actually kind of like the game more now that I've had to I had to like get good at it so I could properly critique it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the act of getting good at a game sort of makes you realize, oh, a lot of these problems I had really were my fault. But I there really are still plenty. The there are still plenty of problems in that game. There, there's there's plenty of great shit in that game there really is plenty of really cool moments really cool set pieces really cool just the level design that's so, so cool. long yeah, yeah one level is ridiculous hate how long the levels are in that game i don't understand why they're so fucking ridiculously tediously long and then you play as team dark and they're even longer like i don't know i guess in theory there's really nothing wrong with long levels but they just felt they would reuse the same like set pieces over and over again it felt like you weren't even making progress it felt like you're just going through the exact same like copy pasted area over and over again but whatever it is it is what it is <laughs> I'm getting on old fucking heroes rant um, no i feel you on that though i have but a I, like, future podcast it's when the level's idea. good it's nice though 
Mm-hmm. I have a future podcast idea or just like a Hell social yeah. experiment or something. Oh, yeah. Social uh, we'll experiment. Probably, we're going to cut this from the episode, but uh, <laughs> it's called Playing Sonic Heroes on LSD. <laughs> God, um, of all the Sonic games, that one might be a bit too much of a sensory overload. It would be, yeah. it, I think it would be a religious experience. It would be intense. It would be very intense Just for sure. The saturated colors and like right, it's so fucking, colorful and bright and like all the shits coming. Like there's some stages in that. Like it's like you're getting a sunburn. It, it, if you know what I'm talking about, the end of like the the haunted manor level. Like there's just yeah. one room with all these trippy textures. Oh it just God. looks insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were tripping that, on something when they made that. <laughs> yeah, it's and also you could being Takashi like, is so stressful to be in that area because you could just like end up going so far back. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was a stressful area because you could just fall easily, easily fall into a pit there, and then yeah, it would put you back quite a while. It invokes <laughs> feelings of exactly paranoia and anxiety. Mm-hmm. I guess that was accurate for the level. Anxiety. It was like a haunted castle. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was, music, it was you know. sick music. Hell yeah. Honestly, that might age well, though. Oh, my God. Current. Sonic Spinball. Sonic Spinball is a game that uh, it doesn't have the it doesn't have the same pedigree of like great Sonic soundtrack as the other Sonic games do. No, it has a much more Genesis crunchy soundtrack. But at the same yeah. time, I liked it because of that. Me I understand too. absolutely what people wouldn't. The options Sonic Spinball options sound like I don't know why that song is like objectively bad, but I fucking love it. I don't know why so weird that game i remember like renting it a lot as a kid and it was like there was something so mysterious about it for some reason right i do genuinely like the toxic cave song that's actually a pretty decent yeah. song it's not all bad i was i, I don't know why i should on so hard this, but it's just not what song, i think of yeah um the uh the options music in particular that one actually one of the instruments is like balanced wrong like you can look up youtube sonic spinball options like fixed and it actually sounds better yeah you can <laughs> it's, it's, it's 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 a very strange song I gotta this, turn is, the volume this is like new metal i know but it's like it, it's again it has now. that it has that genesis crunch to it which is i, I understand why yeah. a lot of people genuinely do not care for the genesis sound font or whatever i mean i don't I know how the proper like way it. to describe it but to add on to sonic's mythology i ha- i will have another cultural analysis to add Go for it. So this is free video essay content for anyone interested. But Sonic, in representing, like, the quintessential 90s cool kid in America, he also represented a cultural peak, much like the Beatles did for the 60s, or a number of other bands, Jimi Hendrix, uh, Bob Dylan, um, you had Andy Warhol, the Velvet Underground, um, many other acts that aren't even coming to mind right now. Weird Al. Yeah, Weird Al, who was born in the 60s. Dude, um, Weird Al is a fucking just force of nature. He's still around. He still doesn't even look that old. He's still <laughs> just making songs. He's yeah. awesome. I think he's, I think he's, uh, has a fountain of youth. He really, he really does. I don't even know what he's doing, but he's just... Uh, you don't want to... He's just one of the genuinely like funny-ass guys. I always have like a huge amount of respect for people who can be incredibly like funny without resulting to like vulgarity and saying the fuck yeah. word and the cunt word like I do a million times. I don't know why. It's not like I try to be a vulgar guy. I just swear a lot. I don't know why. It's just something like... I just did it without thinking like I have, the, I have this reputation culture. for swearing a lot in my videos and I swear to God it sounds like I'm lying but I swear I never was like I'm gonna swear a lot and be the swearing guy I just talked and that's sort of just it's like a filler word you know what I mean or it's like fucking this fucking that fucking it's just fucking how, whatever. how we grew up it was right like, you know South Park and exactly oh, I swear saying means. fuck was such a big deal when I was a kid and now it's like yeah nobody cares literally nobody I, cares about kid, vulgarity like that nobody like people care about slurs and like offensive words in that regard but nobody cares about shit and fuck you know what I mean like who cares <laughs> who cares kids use those words nowadays and nobody cares I don't care 
I remember when I was a kid and like after I got into South Park and around like the fourth grade or so, I started swearing. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was the funniest shit ever, dude. I thought South Park was the yeah, greatest was show because so it was good. an animated show with kids and they were saying the fuck word. It was the f- just that alone. Again, it, nowadays it you have, there's every there's so many animated adult shows like that's not even like yeah. that's not even a thing not edgy, anymore. It's, like it's not even edgy. It's not even anything. Like you wouldn't it's even get normal. Attention. It's literally normal. It is normal those, to have an adult kids, So I'd have kids come to my house when I was a kid. And I would swear, and they'd be like, "You can swear." Yeah, there were always those. There were always those sheltered kids who were like, "Dude, you, like ne- you can't swear." Dude. Yeah, like I know. That's what I mean. It used to be normal to not like. To be, it was like you don't just say fuck. Like that's a big deal. Like, I mean, yeah. it, when you're alone with your friends, it's like, it's like whatever. You guys want to know something funny about that? Um, one thing I distinctly remember from the early YouTube days. Mm-hmm. There are some channels I used to follow. Some of them were even Sonic channels, actually. One of them was like this kind of game ranter, I think they were called at the time. He would basically just, he would like play games and would give his thoughts on games and other things, you know, so that kind of shit. Right. Anyways, uh, so this guy made a, it's a, and he had like an, like a, his own cartoon profile picture, like early days of, of that. Of course. And, uh, the funny thing, though, was that he ha- created this, like, montage of his own videos called The Fuck Reel. And it was, like, <laughs> every time that he said fuck in his videos, right, uh, right. cut together. As if, like, that was, like, mean. a funny thing at the time. Like, oh, look right. how many times I cursed. Like, it is as funny if- how, like, just the cursing culture on YouTube has changed. Because, I mean, obviously back but this in the day. This was, like, you- almost, this was many, many years ago. This was, like. Right, right, right. 12, I mean, back in the day, 13. angry video game nerd was like breaking the doors off the shit. Like, yeah. He was like, ah, this fucking diarrhea, dog shit, fucking take a dump. Yeah. People were like, oh my God, you can't say that while talking about video games. Because like people <laughs> compare YouTube to like, you know, broadcast television. Like, I mean, it wasn't like seen in the same light, but like, you know, you wouldn't get that kind of content on broadcast television. And now it's, I'm not shitting on the guy directly, but it's a little sad where you see like modern angry video game nerd and he's like, doesn't want to swear because he wants the more ad revenue and stuff. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people are afraid to swear because yeah. I don't I really don't hold it against people who don't swear. I really I can't emphasize that enough. If you don't want to swear in your content, that is a okay. But like Yeah. I don't know, man. I just have constantly sworn and I, I don't know why. I, I'm I'm I guess I don't really have any footing to say this because I've just been blessed. I swear all the time in my videos, I never have gotten in any real trouble. You just, as long as nowadays the the new rule basically is just don't say the fuck word in the thumbnail title or in the first 30 seconds and you'll be mostly yeah. okay. I know some people they like swear a little bit and their whole video gets demonetized. I swear up a storm as long as you don't do it interesting immediately well, that's i've never been retarded it's it is it is it's so stupid dude that's oh wait, no fair. for that it one is, we're demonetized them for that one we're demonetized thank you it is like well, now that we're demonetized it's not i just wish they would handle it evenly and treat everyone on the same level <laughs> playing field but they don't it's like some people this certain rules get enforced sometimes and sometimes they don't get enforced it's like completely arbitrary it's so frustrating Which brings us back in among the employees or some shit i don't even know i i genuinely i have no idea how or why it's like this which brings us back to sonic Hell yeah. <laughs> i have no idea how or why sega hasn't released what Pokemon Go? What Pokemon Go did for Pokemon? Chow, Sega. It's insane, right? Come on, you're right. Do you're something. absolutely right. So many people are like begging Sega to bring back the Chow, and like they could just make. I don't know. I don't know necessarily just Chow Go. I mean, I don't know about that, but like just something. Any just make app. Some kind, yeah, exactly. Any kind of app. Something. I am a little skeptical. Like when I think of a standalone Chow game, you'd have to like. Sorry, you'd have to give it like a like. 
mini games are something to balance out the resource management because normally the resources yeah. come from playing the main game. But there's, the point is, you can figure it out. There's absolutely a way to figure it out. And it's so strange to me that they haven't capitalized on this because adventure nostalgia is like peaking right now. Like people love the Chow. They love the Chow. They're constantly bringing the Chow like back for like little cameos and things. It it makes no sense, dude. It's they're leaving money on the table, and I don't know why they're doing it like this. Maybe. I'll, I'll let them like make the new game and if there's no chow in that then it's time to start being like come on sega get it together because maybe they'll bring it back you never know you never know it is it is strange though it's I, such a strange I, subsystem of a game like it was so in-depth like no reason to be that in-depth but it totally was and a lot of people loved it a lot of people formed really strong memories with their chow that's why i had a video about chow and it did pretty well people are just interested like wow look at all this completely optional 100 percent optional side content in a game it's so strange. Like, why did they even add Chow? It makes no sense. What the fuck? That was just the weirdest thing about Chow, like Sony Culture One. Fandom. Yeah, why? The, right. Go on, go on, go on, Sam. Because Sonic is is not like a game that's about longevity on its own, but having the Chow Garden makes it last longer. Yes, I agree with you. I think Chow in within the context of like Sonic Adventure, Sonic Adventure Battle is genius because it gives you an extra extra incentive to like replay the stage. There's already an incentive because you want to like get a better rank, do the extra missions, but like now you have like extra things to do during that. And it's like it, it is like a nice downtime between constantly grinding out the same missions over and over as you can just hang out with your chow. It's just they did a really good job giving the whole chow area like a nice relaxing atmosphere. I think that's why so many people like you'll see like these old videos like like an hour long chow like you know just like relaxing stream or whatever you know what I mean because people just like to I don't know the music triggers something in people's memories like oh yes this is what it was like <laughs> to be a youth and be you know taking care of my little blue baby and it brings all these parental instincts up in me and stuff I don't know yeah we were talking about that before the podcast is, right? and how um, we think that chow garden in sonic adventure 2 battle was actually a program to trigger people's parental response in the brain because it basically was like having a child you cheered them on at karate class they you literally make even... like little baby sounds like they're literally blue babies <laughs> they're, they're children very, they're designed to be cute as hell i think like, it was a study program my baby isn't blue we it's were a part terrible. of a psychological experiment hey just like pokemon the chow themselves are very customizable like there's so many different ways you can customize their appearance and stuff so like i feel like that's another way like when you give yourself that much customizability that's why people got so attached to their chow you give them a name and everything you control. watch them go on yeah, these races Exactly. You and want to then, 3D um, print them out and raise <laughs> them as real children? Hell yeah. I would love a little but, chow just robot. Just like we were talking about earlier, you can't fully control the chow. It really is like being a parent. You just have to mm -hmm. let your kid do what they do. And, and that's what really makes having that degree of control good because it's like you want you have the control, but then there's it's up against what you can't control. So but you could also pick them up and kick them. Tug and pull kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, just like your real life kids. <laughs> just yeah. like your uh, parents. Yeah. Just like your if parents. They're, if they're bad, if they're being bad. Skip them across the wall. Sometimes Those you are bad parents, though. Those are bad parents. And then those chow turn out to be devil chow. For real, that's how it turns out. If you want to raise devil fucking chow in the game, it's really a, an analogy for life, one to one. It's it's honestly like the new religion. Chow is going to be a new religion in about 20 years. Watch. Um, because when you mistreat the chow, they turn into the devil chow and they're kind of like living in hell. In the there hell is zone. a lot of weirdly symbolism, like, like the angel chow have the little halo and everything. It is kind of funny, honestly, yeah. but it is like, I, I, I don't know what it is, but something about the chow just tickled people's brains in the right way. And Sega hasn't like forgotten that they keep teasing people. Like, we're going to bring back the chow. We're going to bring back the chow. We'll make a little chow animated video for YouTube. We're just not going to put the chow in the main fucking series of games anytime soon. 
who knows? But Chow fandoms are rising, is what I was gonna say. I've noticed it's, more and more it people. Is. Talking I mean, it's about always them. sort of been there in, in a, to a degree, but Shout like out I feel to Connor like, eats pants. And yeah, everyone else yeah, who has the Chow avatar. The, the, yeah, he's got that sick Chow avatar. I love that. Yeah, he's a great guy. Of uh, Chow games. Give me like yeah. a Captain Toad equivalent. Yeah, you know, there really is room for a Chow spinoff or something like that. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't yeah. really want to play a whole game as Omo Chow, but like there, there's something there. You could make a Chow Cyber game. Shell. Like, it's on the table. Cybershell. Yes. You and Connor Eats Pants should collaborate. Dude, we should. I mean, I, I feel like you guys would. Before. Yeah, we, yeah, he, he, he's a great guy, honestly. He's really cool. He's a really funny dude. Um, yeah, he's just a great... I, I watched him do the Minecraft Sonic stream. I didn't actually nice. play the Minecraft Sonic DLC myself. I, I will do it eventually, but I don't know. I'm just... I couldn't get it in. I couldn't well the energy in myself up to play the Minecraft Sonic DLC the day it came out. So I just watched someone else play it. Right. It oh, is that's crazy. A, yeah. how that's another Sonic thing I wanted to touch on real quick. And everything. <laughs> yep. Is that, that's, a, that's a whole other subject, which is something that I've talked with Sam about this before. the music. Serious business, serious. guys. This is serious, <laughs> guys. This is serious. This is serious. Okay. Uh, no, but... Okay, I'll continue. But the thing I talked with Sam about was how it's sometimes more enjoyable or, like, it's more preferred to watch someone play through... Uh, like fan games of Sonic and just like newer games in general, perhaps, or at least like Dude, it's a whole weird thing to think about. Like, to actually why do people like them. watching? Why do people like watching games in the first place? And I, I feel like I should have a better understanding of this because I was sort of like there. I was there when Let's Plays were like booming back in yeah. you know 2007 on something awful. And it's it's such a weird thing to think about. Like like that is quote unquote the birthplace of Let's Plays, and it is like the idea of a like, quote unquote Let's Play didn't really exist before that but like the idea of it's gameplay imply, it implies a parasocial relationship it implies right. a parasocial relationship I also guess. it goes back okay. to what you, we were saying earlier about like well with the copyright stuff like is is someone's gameplay like unique to them or it's a very the, very strange situation like like yeah like how much do you own your let's play footage because you don't own the game or the assets or the music but like you own your performance of it that's like a real thing like i looked that up but it's i don't yeah. really fully understand what rights and, that exactly will and, confer and to that's you. why like it's we like watching other people play because we like watching their performance right? yeah it is like yeah especially if they're streaming their microphone that's an extra level i mean obviously that counts yeah, as their own performance sure. but yeah okay exactly. this, can i borrow this for a video idea Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's a very strange, interesting, like just idea because there are some people out there who are just inherently just funny, interesting people. That, I I would like to watch a German play like any game. I don't know, he's just an entertaining guy. Like the game is almost secondary at that point. Whereas there's back in Let's Play on something awful like back in those days, it, the idea of the performer being like front and center wasn't really a thing. It was about the game. It was like, hey, everyone, check out this Let's Play of this game. And the whole Let's Play was about showing off the game. And it was like, back then, people took it really seriously. Like, you had to do a good job showing off the game. Like, you didn't want to play like shit and have people watch you die and respawn over and over again. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it was treated like it was the, your job was to show off the game. Whereas now it's almost like the game exists just to show off the personality. You know what I mean? Just as an excuse for the person to make jokes. And the, the weirdest part for me to think about, yeah, is like, now games, now developers are making games for streamers, you know what I mean? Like they're they're making their game in mind. If not for streamers, like some th those games exist, like made for streamers. But even the ones that aren't made for streamers, like when you're making your game, people will think about that. You know, they'll think about how will a streamer do this or that. And like, because 
that's not something you can or should ignore. Like, streamers will help your game's popularity so fucking much if you're like an indie game, you know what I mean? But is that a good thing? I don't know, I know, I agree, streamers. it's weird. Because you're not experiencing the game if you're watching someone else play it, and that will always be different, you know what I mean? It's not the same. Yeah. If you watch someone let's play a game, you can like know everything that's in that game, but if you've never picked up the controller and like played it, like it's, it's still a different level of understanding. It's, it's, it's knowledge strange. versus wisdom. Right, it's very strange. And again, I'm not saying like, I'm not like saying this in like a judgy way. Like, oh, if you haven't played the game, you only watch the Let's Play, you piece of shit. Like, that's fine. You don't have to want to play every game ever that existed. You know, there's plenty of games yeah, I've like just watched a playthrough of and I'm like, oh, interesting. I wouldn't want to play that, but I'm glad I like have seen it and stuff. But I don't know. It's, a, it's such a strange thing. And like I was trying to say like earlier with Let's Plays, like the concept of a gameplay like that you would record, I mean, that's existed forever. So what makes a Let's Play? Is it the commentary? Because there have been commentary on gameplay for reviews and for like, you know, but just like, videos. I guess like, there's just a playthrough, no commentary, right? Yeah, so there's playthroughs, no commentary. Those obviously have existed. But then, like, there's, like, a thing with, like, Chris Chan, CWC, made a, infamously made this tape where uh, she recorded recording uh, Animal Crossing. It was Animal Crossing. Like, it, this was back in, like, 2004. So, uh, you know, it was just, like, Animal Crossing with narration. Does that count as a Let's Play? Because, like, you know, that game doesn't have a beginning or it's a beginning. It doesn't really have, like, an end state. So it's like, can you really Let's Play Animal Crossing? I mean, I guess you can, but is one video of you just, like, walking around your town talking about it, does that count as a Let's Play? No, and like, It's a parasocial relationship with a few extra steps. It really so, is. That is such a weird fucking thing, dude. Like, like I, I, it's unavoidable to a certain degree, like, that some people will form parasocial. I mean, just, just watching someone's videos, you form a degree of parasocial. Well, that's even what if Twitch relationship streaming is, is built on. Yeah, that, that's the weird part, is now it's not, like, an incidental feature of making videos like this. Now it's, like, the point, the exactly. point to generate these parasocial relationships. Because they generate revenue, which oh, is fucked up. Like, think about how much money Dream makes. Like, I don't even... You know, I don't even want to like say he's it's evil a fucking or anything. Cult. He's just a guy. It's a he's just a dude. Cult. He's the kid. He, yeah, I don't think he's evil. He's just I doing just, what like works for him. You know what I mean? Like that's why. Well, it's, like, I mean, I don't approve of what he's doing. I think that like I have never really okay. There's always just been a weird thing that certain creators do where they're, they're like just intentionally fostering parasocial relationships. And they'll do things like, hey, if you're like a fan of me, put a little B in your Twitter username. So it's like the B army or something. There's like any emoji. Uh, yeah. Like it doesn't matter. Just something goes like everyone. There's like an in group and like I don't know. There's like there's like a whole book on like how to like maximize people's like emotional connection to yeah. you, which is so weird. I always sort of try to keep my audience at like arm's length it's manipulating and like people, my audience yeah. I, i've always had like a weird relationship with the audience right you know I, I i appreciate and respect and i like the people who watch my videos but like i don't know i'm not your fucking friend i'm not gonna you know i mean if you want to give me money that's i appreciate that a lot but that doesn't give you the right to you know say anything you want to me and like tell me what to do and stuff i don't know it's, it's so weird yeah. i just i still feel weird about it i've been making videos on the internet for so long and i still feel fucking weird about the whole idea of having like fans. good it's so weird good. It's, that's that's how pewdiepie stayed humble when he got big right it's probably the same thing it's like it's it still feels weird it's like not embracing that shit it, some people love that sense. some people are the opposite and they just love the adoration and all the attention and the fandom and like they love that it's shit so I, it's empty i think it's like yeah they like it it's nice but it's very fleeting and like a million fans forever. ain't worth a damn ain't worth one friend i can call my man it's like come on you gotta you gotta <laughs> fucking you gotta prioritize real relationships Cause i see all these big minecraft people like it almost feels like they, they aren't even friends they're just like a transactional like you know you have a lot of viewers i have a lot of viewers i'm sure there are friends i'm not fucking saying dream doesn't have any friends or whatever like I, i'm not saying i know any of that shit i'm sure he does but oh, it's just yeah, like yeah. you see a lot of this stuff i don't know 
there's just this weird air of fakeness to it. I don't even know why it's so. I don't know, man. I, well, I, I don't okay. even have a first-hand with, with degree in this. Like Dream, for example, I don't really follow him that much. So right, I'm that's the thing. I don't like follow I anything Dream does. I only am exposed to it through like Twitter trending. So I don't want to pretend yeah. like I'm a fucking Dream expert over here. Well, well, like, <laughs> what I noticed that makes me think that like what he's doing isn't the best is like. I feel like his his fans have like it's established that he has like a toxic fan base at this point, and because they like dox people and stuff. Fandom in general is becoming toxic. Like the idea of fandom, like you see that with like yeah, yeah. I guess it has always been like that. That's a good point. I feel like there's no. I'm not seeing a whole lot of like disavowing or recognition that that's bad from Dream. You know, it's just okay. So yeah, Yeah, if you could just accept that it was real and like you can't just say like. By the way, if you're my fan, don't be bad. Don't harass anyone. Okay, bye. Like you have to do more than that. You can't just say one thing. Like don't be a bad fan. Well, like, I'll, t- I'll tell you guys what it is. If if you want my opinion, um, mm-hmm. I think it's these. Okay, so to put it in in the, in somewhat negative terms, it's these influencers realizing they can weaponize their audience to their advantage. Oh yeah, yeah. If you want to, that's what I was sort of saying with like the whole B army bullshit or whatever. It's like if you want to mobilize and weaponize your fans, like you really can. These people, some of them have like these little discords and like subgroups and sub discords of like you know yeah. every little strike force of fans who will go yeah. do anything they want. It runs do deep. There are so many dumb kids out there. If you're a creator with like the, a minuscule, a cr- like a cr- crumb of clout you can get like a bunch of dumb kids to do anything you want which is like weird Absolutely. and i don't like that at all i don't that's why i don't even have a discord anymore i don't like that it's whole thing up. yeah but you know not that's the thing not every creator out there is doing shit like that so i don't want to be like oh if you have a big fandom you're bad you know what i mean it's just you have to look at the individual person which is that's a lot of work you know to have to actually like decide right. things based on a person by person basis you just want to especially when you just want to watch that. videos you know like you're right when yeah. you're just that's watching the these part. people There's, so much fucking drama over like Minecraft videos. Like people, you'd think this was like the most important thing that ever fucking happened the way some of these people talk about this shit, but it's like, it's crazy, man. It's but that's the weirdest thing. Kids, right? Yeah, but that's like the weirdest thing. Like I want to just say, oh, it's just a bunch of dumb kids. But like when you have, Dream has like 23 million subs. Like that's more than most shows and TV on cable like get right now. You know what I mean? Like it's like, just an insane viewership it's just crazy so like i understand why you have that many fans it's just you're gonna have a few crazy people like when you have a fandom that yeah, big yeah, yeah. it's unavoidable I, I don't fault him for having crazy people i just want him to be like oh he could be doing way better than yeah him, like for like, sure and i'm not i want it yeah. I, I feel like there's this element of like i don't want to like condemn too hard because it's gonna like, yeah be that's the thing when you're a nice soft boy you want to have you don't he's like nice to his fans like oh i love all my fans like you can't yeah. don't love all your fans that's stupid you should hate it's all your true. fans. <laughs> it's not true that's a fucked up it's like it's so obviously not true it almost feels pointless like you know he doesn't actually love all it's like of course he doesn't but like i don't know it like really affects those kids' head when he's they see that tweet and he's like oh i love all my fans he's like wow dream really loves kittens. me i love yeah, yeah he's been sure. such a weird way <laughs> he said it's such a weird way uh it's a it's a yeah. strange thing i mean that's just that's just like what the future of youtube is going to be like right it's these huge fucking eh. creators i don't know i mean i have no idea man <laughs> well i was talking with yeah, sam say, about yeah. this before but one thing this is kind of i know this i hope this doesn't sound like too self-righteous or whatever but one thing is if you if you are the type of person who puts out content that encourages individualism in your audience as in you're not trying to necessarily tell them how to think or um like you're not getting super community oriented and and like self well, I think it's you are yourself being very individualistic. Yes. And if playing. you're representing that in any kind of whether it's how you present things or go about things or 
the things you talk about, whatever it is, uh, I think that reflects into your, yeah, it reflects in your audience. And the thing is, while that's, I think that could bring you, uh, what you were saying earlier, Cybershell, like a better, I think quality over quantity. I think I've met a lot of really cool people that have watched my videos actually, but you're actually right. You do, you do cultivate your fan base. You know what I mean? Like, it's like a real thing. Like it gets, what you put into it, people will get out of it. You know what I mean? So like, if you go out of your way to like do stuff like that, it will have, it will pay off in the end. So it is worth doing if you're like a creator, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I guess the question remains how financially viable is it for the future? I do think that people like us probably are going to rely more on things like Patreon and, um, it's been interesting seeing the landscape change for because I remember Patreon 2017. That was like the game changer because you could never trust YouTube to like be reliable. You know what I mean? You can't just trust YouTube mm-hmm. AdSense. You just yeah. you just can't trust it. They'll demonetize. You know, everyone knows what I'm talking about. I don't even need to elaborate. But then the meta sort of became like taking sponsorships and ads and stuff, which is like that's fine too. Because I never fault anyone for like you know taking an ad sponsorship type deal because like it's so hard to just go off of YouTube's ad like ad revenue and a lot of people it's really hard to get into the whole Patreon game now. I mean, maybe I'm wrong on that, but like, I feel I was lucky enough to have started one way back in the day. And obviously, you know, it hasn't always been steady considering I haven't always been making content, but you know, just the fact that it existed from back in the day, I don't know. It's just like, there's so many creators now. It's almost just like, there's so many different people you can give your money to. It's like just an infinite fractal of different possible. It's uh, very disjointed. Unfortunately, it's so hard to, I feel like every year, I don't want to like discourage anyone from anything, but like it's so hard to start a YouTube channel. Can you trying to start a YouTube channel now? It's like, how do you yeah. get noticed? I don't know. People people ask like, what's your advice to a young up and coming YouTuber how to get noticed? Like, I don't know. How the fuck am I supposed to know that? I, I haven't been making. I didn't start YouTube this year. Like you're not even like <laughs> your path to getting noticed was so different. It's so, it's from so what different. It is now. Yeah, your you know, path I, is completely different. From I everyone. just don't have any advice that i can give you if you're an up and coming youtuber i'm sorry my advice is make a good videos actually i mean that's not true like we were saying earlier (laughs) so much of this shit comes down to having a good like thumbnail and title i don't want to be like doomer about it but like 99 percent of your videos yes intriguing not not necessarily fully exactly asking a question with your thumbnail but like get them thinking make it like a question without okay but well, that gets people to click, but the content yes. has to deliver to accumulate yeah, yeah, audience, yeah. you know? You are correct. It is, it's more than just – you can't okay. survive Make off intriguing percent. video ideas that keep people watching. Right. Um, like we were saying earlier with my stupid Baja Blast video, I think the reason it got so popular is because that thumbnail perfectly – captures your attention it makes you a little intrigued like oh stealing a soda mm-hmm. like that i thought about that before but i never did it it just sort of accurately conveys everything the whole video is going to be I clicked it was on just it. very fortuitous I on it yeah i, I was gonna say actually but like right before we started i was about to say something and then i think we like started recording that i when i watched your video i literally thought to myself like this entire thread like took off because of this picture yeah, yeah, I definitely did for sure. Like that was like if it was the exact same thread, everything was the same, but he didn't have that MS Paint picture, and it was just like verbal or like text in the OP. It would have not have gotten nearly as popular because huh. it is such a funny like a visual. I feel like that yeah, just, that picture on its own, you could just post that picture, and people would be like, "How oh, that's a funny picture," you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, yeah, exactly. That was like I was lucky to have something like that as the thing that got people to click on the video, and then I was also lucky enough that I, in my personal opinion, it was an interesting series of events that people are interested in hearing about. So they say a picture yeah. is worth. A thousand words it really is wait did you guys even notice i was gone and my discord disconnected for some reason. i just i just noticed that the stream and yeah the stream ended now 
What's I screen? thought we were just, you were just oh. patiently listening to us. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I was doing that before, but I also disconnected this time. But Well, um, we weren't saying sorry, anything I, important. We were still just rambling on about fucking thumbnails. You were with us in spirits in our yeah. minds. Yes. We okay. believed you to wow. be there, so you may as well. Have Holy, been. you just... That, All right, well, I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to get it. That just sounded <laughs> biblical. Um, but we're People tell me I should be a pastor. You wouldn't be the first. You could be. Of you course. could be a pastor. Hell yeah. It'd be a great side gig. Uh, Slush <laughs> is the pastor at Gush Cult. Hell yeah. Uh, merch you're, coming you're out soon. Listen, I have a vision for, for Gush merch, which is just our green. This is a plug for something that doesn't exist yet, basically. So just give me like If you're watching seconds. this in the future, it yeah, exists. This is for the future listeners of Gush. This is what the design is. Uh, it's going to be, be you listener. This might be you listening to this you might right be now. Wearing it right now. Several months in the future. Oh my God. If you're, if you're listening to this, wearing the gush merch, that would be like, then the tweet at us, level. tweet at oh, us. At, that would be the next you're part level. Of the call to that point. Tweet at gush podcast. Um, and you can also email us, uh, gush podcast at hotmail.com. <laughs> Love that hotmail. God, yeah. my first email account was hotmail. Same again, back to the nineties era. Good Charlotte rocks. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the most 90s email that ever was. At Wait, I have a question. Do I count as a nine? I, here, I think the fundamental question of who's a Zoomer and who's a millennial falls upon this, which is, do you grow? Did you grow up more as a early 2000s kid or as a 90s kid? It is interesting because like people will be like, this is your if you were a Zoomer, this was your childhood. If you were an e-boomer, this was your childhood. But like I have a lot of fond memories of like Zoomer childhood type things. You know, yeah, I, still, I still experience a lot of that. We're a bit of both. We're a bit of both. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely. how I feel. But I it's only like when you start pushing further back into like the 80s and you get into those like 80s cartoons like He-Man stuff like that's a little before my time. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. Like what? I appreciate the '80s, but obviously I didn't. I didn't live through that. I don't appreciate the '80s. Fuck the '80s. Yeah, '80s shit. Fuck the '80s. Very oversaturated. '90s. I. All that like slime explosion shit was constantly everywhere. Dude, we are the '90s. Backwards cap. Slime. People love slime in the '90s. You guys don't understand. There's whole. Oh, we understand, dude. Look at our. Look at Gush. It was a good aesthetic. I love the slime aesthetic. I, I, I unironically love the slime aesthetic. I'm not kidding. Yeah, same. <laughs> well, you're I, in it right now. All the 90s now. shit, I love that shit. You're in it right now, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah, we're covered in it. Um, good. Uh-oh. So anyways, the shirt of the future is just going to be like slime that doesn't like actually drip off, but it is slime. But we find a way to make the technology work to where it feels like slime is constantly on your body, but it's not. An actual slime shirt. Yeah. <laughs> it, slime yeah. That doesn't just, like, it's just a slime apart. cocoon. Now this uh, is that you wear. No. merchandise. People are really going to get into the first slime <laughs> shirt. Hell yeah, dude! I'm into it. I like it. Right. Sweet. Um, it's got a very loose so, fit. Well, you know, I was kind of inspired by the power ups from the early Sonic games, where hell yeah, you'd get the fire force field, you'd get the lightning force field. Yeah, I the elemental shields Sonic were 3. such a good fucking twist mm. on like a regular shield because they were like, how do you give Sonic new moves but without like you know you don't want to just give him a dash, an air dash, and a bounce and a double jump that would fuck up the whole game because he would have too many movement options. But they tie them to these little shields, so you like when you have one, you really cherish. Like, yes, I have an extra movement ability right now where i can breathe underwater you know what i mean and then you lose yeah. it that's in a sort of a mario ish like ish element because that game also, or mario 3 you know you get the power-ups like the rare ones like the tanuki yeah. suit stuff and then you lose it and you're like fuck 
I don't even I, I like Mario 3, but like I don't even like using the special suits because I just get too nervous. I'm going to lose it and be like, fuck, I lost my Hammer Bros <laughs> well, suit. That's like I always say. The Tanuki suit was the first um, kind of furry icon. I oh, think. yeah, absolutely. It's crazy. People give Sonic the, so much shit for turning into a werewolf, but then Mario puts on a cat suit and nobody bats an eye. It doesn't, right. It's not fair. It's he not was a fair. cat boy. Literally well, a you know, cat Speaking boy. of batting an eye, I think that we all know what people are really giving Sonic shit for. It's not fair. Bat? For, Rouge, Rouge the bat? The bat. Yeah. Who caused the coronavirus bat? It, it, is, it is hilarious how like ridiculously like unambiguously like sexualized her design is it wasn't even like it's not even like Sally hey that's Acorn. the 90s like, dude not, not really that sexualized honestly sally acorn you know, is wearing a she's filthy whore you know what she <laughs> that's not the 90s she was more of a product of like the matrix era like late late 90s like early 2000s like sexualized sonic really does i will always see him as a 90s icon he's pure 90s to me but he also also perfectly captures that early 2000s yes, energy that's, that's when that's sonic peaked that's why zoomers love him so much because he is early he's an early he's the crossover icon. sonic crossed over successfully he did, really did i honestly like even if you don't like the games i feel like just translating into 3d in terms of like style i feel like you know i think design. i think that era of gaming is defined by a generational crossover smash yeah. makes that crossover Sonic yeah. makes that crossover. Mario, Nintendo, you know, most of the Nintendo uh, properties. It is wild that like some big-ish names. I mean, I don't, I don't really know how big some of these are, but like names I thought were pretty big, like Earthworm Jim, just completely oh, fell out yeah. of their face and died in that 3D transition. And, there was like, no Puppet crossover. Wasn't was, was was 3D good, a like, good game? Uh, no, I don't think it was a good game. It was also like rushed and like, you know, it, um, it had a lot of reasons for being bad. It wasn't like they tried their best and it was like, a, you know, it was like a weird license thing i don't think the creator had anything to do with it i really i actually not oh, okay. i'm not super deep on my earthworm gym 3d lore but like i know it wasn't good and it basically killed wait the you're not no i feel bad i, I really do love Dude, the first there was like a game. cartoon yeah there was i like all right cartoon. i'm gonna need a 16 hour youtube video about this hold up let me go find one i'm sure there is i there definitely is i'm gonna find one about earthworm gym lore there it's crazy there's so many like lore type it's gonna have like there. two million views 15 <laughs> hours I feel, I feel lucky that i just happened to randomly be obsessed with sonic and sonic <laughs> fandom is like wait what did, <laughs> would it still be an earthworm if it's an earthworm jim iceberg or would it be an ice worm jim in the ice oh in the iceberg Yes, it would be an ice worm. <laughs> that, whole, that whole iceberg meme just really fucking exploded. I made a parody video where it was like the iceberg. iceberg. That was great because I learned something from that video. <laughs> right. Well, that's actually kind of an interesting little piece of trivia. That, that that famous iceberg pick is like a composite image. You can't really get a zoomed out pick that far in water. You it's know an I mean? analogy it's for the funny. fact that you can't do that with the videos, right? Right. Exactly. It's a it's a deep it's a deep multifaceted analogy. <laughs> Holy shit, I love that. No, that's well, I think that's like a really good practical analogy. It's like, hey, this is just a hard truth. Okay. See, this, it's shit like that is why I tweeted that you're the Bo Burnham of Sonic YouTubers. Oh my god, <laughs> you sound like Bo Burnham. I knew you sounded like him. That's pretty funny. Um, that's hey, that you know, this kind of what sounds weird, fuck? but like, <laughs> this is real advice I will give to any YouTuber: have a second channel and make just dog shit meme videos and post them there. I mean, hey, you can post them on your main channel if you fucking want. I don't care. But like, I, for me, I like to have a separate second channel where I can just make anything. I don't care how stupid or bad it is. I don't care if the video is five seconds long. It's nice to be able to make anything because it's good practice, you know. Just like if you have a funny. So that literally is why I have videos on that channel because I had a stupid idea in my head and it was just like sitting there bouncing around in my head all day. I was like. 
I have to make this stupid fucking video just so I can have it not be in my head anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's good to have a shitpost channel. What was it? What did you call It's Cyber Hell? Cyber is Cyber Hell? Hell. It's the same yeah. characters, but with added... Or the same uh, can you do a musical number from the special for us at the end of the episode? A, a musical number? The only Sonic song that's worth singing is the Sonic Underground theme song. No, I meant from your, your other special under your under your secondary alias, Bo Burnham. Oh, <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, God, I, you know, that's crazy. It's crazy how long he's been making stuff, too. I've seen Bo Burnham's, like, he's, he's had a, quite an evolution over as an online years, creator. Yeah. M, for some reason, I always get him confused with fucking Lemon Demon. They've also had a, a long, oh, interesting yeah. career. Oh, yeah, Neil just Yeah, he, he's hard to pronounce last name. That's why I call him Lemon yeah. Demon. But they're <laughs> just funny song guys. I don't really, I don't really know how to yeah, explain yeah. it better than that. They're just funny song guys. And I have a lot of respect like- for that. Bo Burnham is clearly like transitioned into like mainstream success at this point. Oh, it's crazy how popular that fucking Netflix special was. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Good for him. Honestly, I was in uh, L.A. Uh, and and Sunset Boulevard, uh, which is like where all these big advertisements and entertainment mm-hmm. cast, you know, stuff is like the comedy right. stores there. There's a giant like poster on along the wall that's uh, for Bo Burnham's inside and has like the critical acclaim stuff and all that. Uh, and it's, you know, it's kind of crazy. Like Netflix has taken over what would it's traditionally so crazy, have been like, you know, TV theaters. Yeah, like Hollywood yeah. films and stuff. Hollywood is dead. Like, yeah, it's crazy. It's, well, I mean, think it's about how, its why purpose. is Hollywood relevant in the digital age? Like it has no reason not, to be relevant. It's not. It's That's really why we saw like, Hollywood collapse with Me Too it, and further I guess stuff. Just like they Hollywood are, deserved Me Too so much. I was like yeah. so happy seeing all those horrible people get outed. Well, I mean, I wasn't happy because I was reading about all these horrible things. But I was like, God, fuck these people. And they, it's crazy because like it was like an open secret to the point where it wasn't even an open secret. It's like everybody knew like Harvey Weinstein was a complete fucking. Yeah. And a lot of them were like, pretty fucked up. A lot of like, them there were the jokes about that. Like Family Guy. Like it wasn't. An open secret mm-hmm. barely even co- like covers it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's crazy. It was one of Not those that, things where you wondered why the, it's like, oh well, the bad guys just get away with it. The culture ran mm-hmm. deep. That's what it's indicative of, I think. It is. Yeah, that is actually the craziest part. Is like it wasn't just like oh a bunch of creeps are being creeps. Like what this is some sort of modern phenomenon. Like yeah, that was like built into the culture of Hollywood, like on purpose. It wasn't an accident. You know what I mean? It's systematic. Mm-hmm. Um, being fucking creepy. It's uh yeah I, I'm I I have respect for people who or made just it out of Hollywood like, yeah God I'm glad I never had to go try and like ne- my dream was never to go be in Hollywood you know what I mean systematic yeah, predatory same. behavior that's gonna get trending on Twitter I would Actually, love to I, I thought making mo- like writing and directing movies sounded fun as a kid mm-hmm. I, I'm still not opposed to it actually that's like the most I'd want to do though. I just see you cool. wearing the director's beret. The thing about writing is yeah. like you can write from anywhere. I mean, I guess it doesn't yeah, yeah, yeah. be anywhere, but like, yeah, I, 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 I do agree with you. I like, like yeah, like being that. an actor, it's fucked up. I don't even like it. the minuscule, bare amount of acting I have to do, acting in quotation marks for my fucking videos. You know what I mean? Because like when you record a script, yeah. when you write a script, you have to read it, but you can't just read it in a fucking flat, monotone voice, which is what my natural way to read a fucking script would be. I have to like sit down and like read a sentence, and like, Put emotion into your voice. It has to sound like you like, you know, even if it's like the millionth time you've read this sentence, you have to really, I don't know. Sell there's there's, there's more acting it. in YouTube videos than people take, give hey, credit but for. You're like know. that naturally, man. It's harder. It's not, I'm, it doesn't come as naturally to me as it does to other people. Well, but I, I will. It. I he hear means it. that you talking right now. Yeah, you right. sound totally okay. like what it's you're fucked saying. Because you're right. You, you are absolutely right. It is like, yeah, I am literally just talking right now. But it is like, I don't know. I've never really considered myself a big live content guy. I've always been more of a pre-recorded video type guy. And that's why for a very long time, I mean, up until last year, I, I did, I'd done zero podcasts. I had like Gush was like one of the very first podcasts I ever did in my entire life. I was like, oh, man, I'm all yeah. nervous about this shit. 
but uh yeah it's just it's just shooting the shit i mean well i know you guys you guys are cool guys we're basically just talking at this point whereas when, when it was yeah. like a, a podcast where i never didn't know the guys it's like way more it's you know? kind of yeah oh yeah it's, it's intimidating yeah i uh, i always well this is the kind of podcast i like where it's just like guys shooting the shit it's not like so you know here's this segment here's this i mean right. this, I, don't, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't i don't have anything against produced podcasts but you know my so what you're saying is, i mean <laughs> shout out to the creator known because they're like a more produced podcast and i like them there are good producers. i wasn't trying to shit on them but, no, like, but we're better we're better yeah, yeah but this is better <laughs> exactly i'm here so i can say you know it's kind of like sonic games though because when you're just running through the levels you, you know sometimes there's the boost segments which i think are like questions and topics but you mm-hmm. know a good a good podcast is really like a good sonic level if you it really, really is. think about it's well designed, you bring up the boosts. Yeah, because actually, you're honestly not you get the power. Because I know you're partially <laughs> memeing right now. But you got to keep a momentum going. Is actually what I mean. You know, in a you per- actually do. That's like a real thing. It's easy oh, to just good. sort of like let like you finish a topic and you just sort of like let the silence sort of sit for a second. But like you know, when to be you, fair, like that's true of brain. a lot of things. By the way, like a lot right. of things, obviously. But true, true. But like you know, you no, want to no, keep no. the momentum going. You don't want to just like come to a stop. You know what I mean? You got to keep. You got to train. You got to chain topic from one to the next like it's like a thing like, really think thing. quick being podcasting know? is a skill let me just make that clear like it's a skill i don't really have developed that well but I, I have a great time just talking to you guys so i don't mind doing it hey how do you get better at podcasting besides podcasting like there's no other way to do it i mean i guess just talking to people i guess that sort of works but you know yeah i i don't even feel like like i feel like i i wouldn't be good on an actual like scripted podcast or whatever it is like on, on a more professional style of podcast. Like, I don't know if I would be good at that, but mm-hmm. because it's just talking and it's just like talking to people I like. So, you know what I mean? There's nothing to worry about. Absolutely. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> no, but <laughs> it's amazing that after I say that, we, we hit a lull of silence. That was just for comedic effect. Obviously. That yeah. Was, uh, no, that longer. was, <laughs> I had a great follow-up. I was like, I'm just gonna not say anything and let him just sit there. I um was DJing, dude. I was feeling you. I'm picking the right oh, song you, for the you're occasion. Not, you're not streaming. You're not streaming. Oh, right I know. Now. This yeah, one's you're... just from for myself. Hell yeah. Okay. It's the uh, rooftop run. So oh, I'm getting, I'm getting hyped up. Unleashed has a great OST. Just I love like rooftop run, party. dude. One of the conceits of this episode is supposed to be talking about all this sonic music, and I could do that all day, but like I would need to do a little more structured for that because I could. I'm so fucking rambly when I come to Sonic shit. I'll just start like bouncing off the walls, talking about like one topic to another. You know how it is. It, it is what it is. But um, yeah, well, Unleashed has a great OST. It's a great world trotting adventure type <laughs> thing. Yeah. What I like about Unleashed yeah. is that like it was. Uh, it felt like those levels. I don't know. They, they they felt like they were like a step back towards like older Sonic in a weird way. Unleashed is so weird because it was the first one to like, it was the first boost game. So it was like all this brand new stuff. Like I'm a little burnt out on the whole boost shtick now, but like at the time it was so fresh and unique and like all these, and, yeah. they, and that game really, honestly, like Unleashed looks great. Even by today's standards, mm-hmm. it's just a 360 it game. A cool but it, looks, it looks great. Great graphics. It looks almost better than Forces, which is fucking sad. Yeah, Forces doesn't look great, That's though, weird. to be fair. I know. It doesn't make sense. I don't understand it. There are some parts in Forces that look better. It has, like, better reflections and blah, blah, blah. There's a few little things that are better, so don't it has, come at me uh, and comment. ray tracing, but, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the aesthetic <laughs> and the art design specifically, so the art design is so much better in Unleashed. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. it is better. It is definitely more. I, 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 I like completely it. forgot what we were talking about before the Sonic I think thing we're talking like, about ice cream and Sonic eating chocolate chips. Oh, yeah. Love ice cream and chocolate chips. Classic. Unleashed makes me go... 
Walk yeah, that tablet. game has a lot of lovingly rendered food, which is something I actually kind of like in video games, seeing the yeah. food rendered in extremely high detail because Chip likes to eat mm -hmm. the food. Um, character, my first played the game, I was like, oh, Chip, this guy sucks. He's just an annoying little piece of shit. But honestly, I kind of like Chip. One I might say like that Sonic Unleashed. Right. One might say, sorry to interrupt you. No, go for it. One might say <laughs> that Sonic Unleashed represents peak consumerism. <laughs> it, it, it sort of does in a weird way because yeah like ship is always about like going and buying food from these new places it's yeah super weird like the the yeah like one of the best things to do in that game is just travel across Unleashed. the world buying things <laughs> it was the first foodie sonic game hell yeah well to be fair though <laughs> foodie sonic game, I like before that, that before like you, you could say it was building i think sonic 06 also like with the npcs and stuff it i wouldn't know i don't know if i'd say it's consumerist but it was more like uh it seemed more like a like a how do I say it like less imaginative in some ways. Yeah, I, I, I kind of get what you mean. Like like the the stages and heroes are so weird and abstract. I actually really love how weird and like sonicy some of the stages are. Whereas in Unleashed, mm -hmm. it was more grounded because it was more like a globe trotting adventure. So like he, here's like a version of Alaska. Here's like a version yeah. of China or something. Which again, I really liked the stages. They were beautiful, great rendered. But like I, I totally get what you mean. And if someone had that complaint where they're like, oh, it's you know, wasn't sonicy enough for me. The stages were too, whatever. You know, I like that for one game. I wouldn't want every game to be like that. But I thought it was great in Unleashed. Which is funny because in Japan it's called Sonic World Adventure. So when you bring up you Sonic Adventure Three, it's like, ooh, what about that one? It's like okay. it's not a fucking dream. Quick, quick theory. Quick theory. Uh, is Sonic Unleashed? Was that meant to set up for the Sonic movie? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I the intro to Unleashed is so well animated. I always was craving and dying for a Sonic movie that's just like the intro to Unleashed, but we're never going to get so one just nice, like that. Yeah. It's so well animated, but, you know, uh, I don't know. I always thought about, like, a Sonic movie. Like, I never I never thought they were going to make one. I mean, I knew they were, they, it was in development hell for a long time. You know, we go on IMDb and see, like, oh, they're yeah, going to make yeah. a Sonic movie. It was like that page existed for years. But, like, Back when they still happened. had forum posts. Right, right. God, there was this fucking ancient image of, like, like Keanu Reeves as Sonic and, like, you know, Danny DeVito as Eggman, like a fake movie poster from like 2005. <laughs> and I remember seeing it like, ha, Sonic movie, what a funny idea. That would never happen. But yeah. it happened. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm maybe I, never, maybe I didn't that, think I it would know. never happen, but like, you know, they made the Mario Bros movie and that was a disaster. I love that movie, but it's a fucking disaster. Like it's complete, like so weird and not anything like Mario. But uh, <laughs> there's gonna be a new Mario movie. I don't know if you even knew that, but there's gonna be a new Mario movie okay. by the fucking, by Illumination, by the guys who made Minions. Oh, so it's gonna be a, it's gonna look like it does in like it's, the cutscenes. I think it's gonna just be yeah, like a three D CGI miniony esque, not not literally minions, but like like that sort of stylish of movie. You know what I mean? Like I mm. I, I think it's gonna be bad, but we'll see. I I just don't have uh, a lot of faith in Nintendo approving a good script for that. Let me make a prediction weird, right here. Weird well. about their rules. Yeah, go ahead. I'm also gonna make a prediction here, which is that I uh I think they they were kind of able to sort of pull off. The Sonic movie uh, with mm, modern yeah. technology and writing and right. whatever, all that. It would have been so bad if they tried to make it just like 10 years ago. But yeah. for the Mario one, I think there's <laughs> definitely not going to be enough creativity to actually capture 
what Mario should how how it should be presented. I agree, and I, for the record, I think you if could even make an amazing. You could make a great Mario movie because, like, Super Mario RPG is an adorable, charming game. The Paper Rise Mario the Mushroom Kingdom. Just, just look at any of the fucking Mario RPG games, the good ones. I mean, because there's so yeah. much you can do. You can make a great Mario story. You can make a great Mario movie. It's not impossible. I'm just but saying. Does Mario talk? Like, how does that work? I yeah. See, that's the thing. Mario talking is yeah, like weird. a weird thing because I don't think it should. Like, be. Yeah, I just Woo-hoo! I just don't really like. Yippee! Charles Martinet does a great performance as that as the Bing Bing Wahoo. Yeah. But I don't he know about just hearing do that. It, like, that's how he movie. should talk. That's how he should talk. He does say some words in Mario's. It's not like Mario is a mute. He does Ravioli. talk. Ravioli. You can no, that's not canon. That's not canon. Yeah. That's not you words or sentence. Yeah, when he's asleep. I mean, it's Bob Om canon. It's Bob Om canon, but it's not. It's not. Think about it. Would it ever be canon that Mario would sit down and go to sleep? Oh my god, dude! I'm fucking with you. I said it's Bob Omb canon, but it's not (laughs) real canon. Got it. It's beautiful. No, of course it's canon, but we choose to ignore that more Italian side of Mario because it prevents us from self-inserting into that little plumber man. You know, I don't really have any interest in a Mario movie, but I would love. I would kill for a Mario movie. Was that racist? Ooh, that's a good idea. Wait, what? Sorry, never mind. What was racist? <laughs> it's what I said, racist. Because I said no. I, th- I think you're okay. I don't think. Uh, I don't think you're. Guys, I think Italians, Italians are, please don't burn down my they're house. They're too low on the social hierarchy. Nobody's going to get mad at you for making fun of Italians. You're part Italian, right? You can say that, right? <laughs> you can say anything you want. Yeah, we're all, we're all part Italian. We're all part Italian here. I'm part hedgehog. You guys are part Italian. <laughs> Aren't we all a little part of Italy? Isn't that really what it's all about? Yeah, the, the boot, the little boot up your ass. But whatever. Point I was trying to make that is was a metaphor. Uh, nice. Mario movie. It's not going to be good. Come back into this comment section and watch. Well, we're going to do again. a Mario update with you for the Mario movie, obviously. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone, everyone is dying to hear what I think about Mario and the Mario news. <laughs> oh, they're gonna be. They're gonna. They be. will be now. They will be now. Oh yeah. I I don't know. People. I just have. Been, I'm very skeptical. People. I I personally. Not to throw shade at anyone who disagrees with me, but I personally did not think Detective Pikachu was a very good movie. I didn't think it was, it was like no, so it was bad. bad. It was bad. It was so bad. The it was ending was just atrocious. I don't know what was going on. I don't know what happened in the writing room, but the entire third act was a complete botch job. Even like, like okay, the first half was better, but like what it was the very fuck boring. Was the very generic off of that kid and like that girl was, and like I agree. The only thing that could have saved that was Danny DeVito as Pikachu, but they couldn't even. Yeah. Just, they just made him fucking Deadpool. Whatever. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. So yeah, people said, "Oh, that was a good video game." I didn't really think that was a great video game movie. So I was sort of the pleased world Sonic was well executed, I guess. It was neat. It was neat seeing some of the Pokemon in 3D. Although a lot of them were horrifying and disgusting, it was still kind of neat seeing them. But like, <laughs> I don't know. That was like that was literally like the entire draw of the movie. It was just look at her. Look, it's 3D Pokemon. Look at the 3D Pokemon. Look at them. Look at I, the I 3D like Pokemon. They were behind the grass in the beginning and stuff like you know what I mean. Like little elements mm-hmm. like that, I appreciated. Right. Like, I, I like I like Pokemon. I like all the yeah. There were some good little Easter eggs. I'm not. I'm not saying like the entire movie was nonstop dog shit. It wasn't like that, but I just didn't like it. I really did not think it. I, I came in with open mind. I was like, Man, maybe it'll be a good movie. Maybe it'll be good. People That's what like, I did too. And it was not. You know, it was just a big. It was like it was a uh, cash grab. That's what I. Right. Did. I have to say that like Sonic movie Sonic was also kind of Deadpool, even though he wasn't yeah. literally Deadpool. Okay. You're absolutely. Like, I'm 100 correct in that. Like the movie Sonic is a straight up 
different character like it's a different characterization like the idea of sonic as like this weirdo loner like not even i want to say loser like looking in the movies watching people watch the movies through the window like he just had a very different vibe to me he's way more it's funny because like that actually kind of like contextualized and like explained why he made so many little pop culture quips although that was very deadpool yeah. you know when he was like oh, we're talking about keanu like sonic isn't cool sonic is right. meant to be cool that's yeah, not that was, cool guess, to be soy. It's not cool that's to be honestly soy. Honestly, my complaint. He was not that cool. Like it was cool when he was like being Sonic, but like yeah, a lot of the time he was, you know, he, he was like the stranded alien. It was literally just like an alien. Ninety Sonic is fucking cool. Always he was, genie from Aladdin at times. You know, I had as long I was able to separate my minds. Like if like this isn't Sonic, Sonic. This is movie Sonic. It's a separate thing, and and, and as a separate thing, I liked. It. I thought it was pretty good. Like it wasn't like a fucking yeah. masterpiece of a movie no. like Citizen Kane, but like it for was, being it was fun the whole way through. I just had such low expectations. I thought the movie was going to be a disaster. And then that first trailer came out where he looked hideous. And I was like, oh, it is going to be a disaster. Exactly like I thought. <laughs> so the fact the that it wasn't, Sonic. the fact that people actually kind of liked it is a huge win in my book. And I, I have a little bit more hope for the second movie. I think they're going to be more lean into the Sonicness of it all. You know, they're bringing in tails and knuckles. It's going to be more I Sonic-y. Think the American market for these kinds of movies are finally starting to catch on what Japan has known for decades now, which is you really have to play into what your fan base wants. You can't try to appeal to everyone all the time. Oh my God. I mean, you say I, sorry, that, I just the quoted a line that from- The movie just came out and I don't know. It, <laughs> like it doesn't do that. It doesn't it, do it what? Doesn't, like it play, I guess it does do a little bit of playing into it, but it does like the same weird thing where- Well, I'm like, not talking about it, the Mortal Kombat movie. I'm saying the Sonic movie is representative of what happens when you i'm just saying this has been going on in other cultures for a while where they really play into what their fans want which i think it is very interesting i i, so I think i hear what you're saying like like the sonic movie it, it, sonic is a japanese property but the movie made by westerners was very western in its sort of execution there were a lot of little easter eggs you know they had the little sanic easter egg there's lots of little things on there they threw yeah. in for the fans you know what i mean like you could tell the people making it like liked and respected the source material. You know what I mean? Like it had a, I don't know, it had a air of respect to it in a weird way. It's kind of hard to explain. Mm -hmm. Well, hold on, but, hold on. I actually would disagree. I actually haven't seen it by the way. Oh yeah. Um, How dare you oh, not watch this children's buster. movie? How dare you not watch this on But movie? um, what I was going to say is, uh, you know what? Never mind. I don't even want to talk about it more if I haven't seen it. So never. Mind. I want to talk about it. I want to talk uh, about it. I want to go back to nineties Sonic. I want nineties Sonic ambivalent about it like i have mixed feelings you know what i mean like part of me was like wow it's a lot better than i expected and there's still a million things i could nitpick but then it's like eh, i don't even yeah it's uh, i look nitpick, forward you know I mean? to the sequel i will yeah i'm looking forward to it it'll probably it's be a weird good thing. it'll probably the, be good it definitely like i appreciated it for a couple reasons in a meta sense just like as like as a sonic fan like wow there's gonna be little kids who this is our first exposure to sonic maybe they'll become sonic fans after watching this you know like i like the idea that sonic is still exists in the public consciousness you know what i mean like for well, a lot sonic of will always exist in the public consciousness he is you now are right exists you are in his own universe in our universal correct. consciousness sonic has but his own galaxy universe, yeah you're 100 sonic correct. is everything and sonic is incredibly like well known so among sonic. gamers but like i feel like if you are not interested in video games at all it's probably easy to go a long chunk of your life without seeing or thinking about sonic so it's kind of yeah, just you might not thing. know you're in the sonic universe but you still are <laughs> you're like an npc in sonic 06 you don't know exactly. you're in the sonic universe but you're there you're just a bit player in sonic's world but it was just nice to see like get i don't even say mainstream attention but just weird it was just weird seeing like jim carrey be like sonic the hedgehog hearing him 
him say Sonic the Hedgehog out in like interviews. Like, what the fuck? Why is people like why are famous celebrities talking about Sonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> right, because he's a prophet of sorts. Yes, exactly. He can see the future. That's the national conclusion. No, Jim Carrey, I mean. Sonic is just an entity. He's not a prophet. Jim Carrey is a prophet, I meant. Of course, Jim Carrey. A for Sonic, for Sonic. <laughs> he, he, the Mask, what do you think that movie was really about? It was yeah, about just, just, Sonic speeding up. Really on, on Jim Carrey's Robotnik, like, he wasn't really playing like Robotnik as Robotnik. He was just sort of playing Jim Carrey as Jim Carrey's Robotnik. And you know what? Again, I had the same thing with movie Sonic, where it's like, as long as I was like, okay, this isn't this isn't trying to be the same thing as the game. This is a different, separate thing. Was it like really an irony it. mask? Was it like one of those irony mask memes where it's like crying behind the mask, <laughs> but it's oh, like no. Dr. Robotnik? A little bit. You know, honestly, it's funny. I was just, this is so stupid. I was just happy that he was called Robotnik. And just hearing the name same, Robotnik same. was enough to make me happy. And hearing that name like 50 that times cool. throughout one movie. Because, you you know, he's been Eggman for a long time. Wait, but they, are they, we just they're... falling for dangling keys of like, oh, that's a reference I get. That's a reference I get. Robotnik, yes. Robotnik. Are we just this falling for that? This was more of a stylistic choice because it was like, you know, they could have, I mean, they'd mentioned Eggman as like a meme name. But like, they could have easily, it was just like. I am just happy that the name Robotnik exists in the in like because like they almost completely Modern like day. face it out. They gave him one little pity shout out name reference in Generations, but it's been pretty solidly not referenced in the main games at all. So just like ah yes, it's funny because that is how a lot of Americans still think about Eggman. They think of him as Robotnik because that was his Western name for like a decade during the peak of yep. Sonic's popularity. But then it's one of those weird things where in Japan he's just always been Eggman. So. If you I, think I, don't about it, I don't even care about he, that difference in the games anymore. Become Sonic Adventure 2, he's still, he's called Eggman, but he is still he is, yeah. Dr. It's, Ivor. Yes, Robotnik, exactly. Right? SA2 sort of geniusly combined them, the which line. is so weird. They almost never, ever mentioned this in the Japanese version. But yeah, like Gerald Robotnik was his grandfather. Like that's a canon thing. And like in SA1, there's again a brief line where he's like, I'm Dr. Robotnik. And then Sonic calls him Eggman. And then the rest of the yeah. series, they just call him Eggman from that, which is a very weird moment if you're a kid. You're like, why would they just change his name like that? But again, it makes perfect <laughs> sense if you actually know the whole context. It's just also a weird thing because Bowser is weirdly like exactly the same. Like in America, he's Bowser. In Japan, he's just called Koopa. Like, I don't know. And for some reason, they never felt like that was such a hard thing to keep track of for Nintendo. Like, let's just keep calling him Bowser. Nobody's. If you think you about to- it, though, by I think they might change his name to Eggman in the second one because it would be kind of a brave statement to make. I think I think what would be brave is make him fat and make Jim Carrey gain 200 pounds. Body, and play body positivity. <laughs> yes. Eggman, Eggman body positivity. They took away the role of Eggman slash Robotnik from a promising young fat actor, and that's not okay. Right, right. No, I could mm. see. I could, I could agree with you. Tim Dillon should have been Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> oh, my that God, would have been amazing. Yes. Yeah, he would have killed it for sure. He'll be a great – he'll be in the second one. <laughs> I know he will. I hope there's a lot of, like, be. secret background jokes related to Jeffrey Epstein in the Sonic movie. <laughs> of course. <laughs> just like in the first one. Oh, by the way, like the first one. that brings you me to the next them, topic. Um <laughs> What are the connections between Sonic and 911? Because I know there is at least a couple. Oh, there's too many to name. If I started naming them, is it off, really that many? The CIA We've already established Jim Carrey. The NSA, one, they're listening. The NSA and CIA is listening. To the I actually podcast. don't know right about now. them. Are they real or is this a joke? I actually don't know. I, I'm pretty much memeing. There's not really any major 911 references, although it's like you know, if you dig deep enough, there's crazy Sonic conspiracy theories for anything. Interesting. Well, that's what I want to get into. Uh, let's get into Sonic Conspiracies. You got another two hours or what? Uh, I actually do have to leave in a little bit. But, uh, oh, okay. We'll save that for another time. We're going to yeah, go deeper uh, but, next but time. I was going to say, but I'd be happy to come on for a third episode and spend two hours let's talking about Sonic Conspiracies. <laughs> I would love that. 
Hey, if I can't I be the first, of them. if I can't be the first returning I'll guest, I can at least them. be the first you know, guest to return for the third time. Topic for you, also Sonic conspiracies. Right, that is another thing I feel lucky about. Like, there's so many different Sonic-related things. Like, it feels like you know, I've never truly run out of video topics. So it would just me be like me being not thinking hard enough of a good one. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's always further degrees of autism that you can exactly. Well, the Sonic a, universe it's is always a huge expanding. universe. It's, it's always such a huge universe, and I, I don't even mean the universe of Sonic. I mean just the internet fandom. Well, of Sonic. we are it's in the universe a, of yeah. Sonic, right? That, that counts That's as the right. Sonic universe, right? The fandom is part of the universe. Everything is the Sonic universe. Duh! Sonic is a basic, fundamental sound frequency. We're all in the Sonic universe. That's the irony. Need I remind you? This chat is literally called Sonic Update. It is funny you say sound frequency because every time I hear someone say like supersonic this or subsonic this, I'm like, yeah, what? Sonic? Yeah. What do you, you say? Sonic? Subsonic oh, well, you're talking about sound. frequencies. You're talking about sound. Yes. It's all frequencies. I really frequencies. like their music sonically. What it's do you all mean frequencies, sonically? What do you mean sonically? guys. It's all frequencies. I've literally it's been that guy before. Like I hear sonically and I'm like, what? What? Oh, never mind. Yeah, because it's like, I mean, obviously that's why that's how they got the name Sonic. You know, they, I like they, Crush Horty sonically. <laughs> and that's a good bit. I like that. Sonic is <laughs> like, everything. Sonic is everything. I, I agree. Sonic everything, is everything is perception, and your perceptions are you hear everything. Everything is heard through. Okay, yeah, you, you're kind yeah. of memeing, but like in my life is like I do sort of perceive everything and related to Sonic in in a way. You, see, I'm you have like, a Sonic hmm. bubble on your. Exactly. Mind. that out because of your approval. <laughs> okay, we, yeah. we can end it here. We're getting too deep already. People already know. For too sure, much. for sure. I, I'm happy to come on again. I feel like we barely even talked about Sonic. I mean, we did talk about Sonic a good amount, but we also talked about just. I mean, no. We're just so naturally like we just can't help ourselves. We don't, we don't like, get tied down. We don't get tied down. We're like I've Sonic. Been, we got to yeah. keep running. We got to keep. I've running. never. Well, that's part of the beauty of like we were already well, like we already talked about this topic specifically. It's just an unstructured podcast topic. Like you know, it would be one yeah. thing to be like we're going to talk about this part of Sonic now, and then 15 minutes later we're talking about this part of Sonic. Like I, I mean, I'm sure that'd be fun too. But like you know, dude, we're like we're like a Sonic well. level that combines generations with colors with SA2B with Unleashed with all the 8-bit games jumping back and forth between different paths and level that's what gush is Sonic epi- epic generations mega adventure Sonic actually gush. we're more like Sonic spinball you never really know where you're going to go and you don't really have any control over it either. and we're kind of <laughs> yeah. we're kind of weird and mysterious and nobody wants to buy us and we're in the discount shelf for some reason sonic spinball the podcast just changed the name from gush to the sonic spinball podcast sonic and like spinball every guest is just like what the hell why is it called that like, that's kind of a matter. cool name if you think we're not about talking it. about sonic spinball this episode that was one episode but no <laughs> why, but did that, we, why did we let him tell and change our like the minds on the title? Yeah. no no we actually you actually change our mind to make us talk about it every episode that's the thing that would be great just just like every time we get into like, the lore of it recording i'm just like bust in or like break into the call like wait did you guys talk about sonic yet we get into the lore of it like is this a sonic's soul like trapped inside of the pinball and like forever bouncing back and forth to try to break out the animals of eggman's control that are powering this uh you know like deadly torture machine and we really get into the lore of it like with each passing episode Hell yeah. Here's a shout out to any of I'm, I, I'm guaranteed this guy exists. Here's a shout out to the one Gush fan who just like hates Sonic. He hates Sonic the Hedgehog yeah. so much. And he's like, God damn it. I just shut the fuck up. Stop talking about Sonic. Talk about anything else. Sonic. Well, no, that guy's we need to give him a shout out at the end of a long, long Sonic episode. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's well, like, I know. Yeah, he's, I know he's, he's sick of it in. now. He's sick of it now. He's just such a big Gush fan that he has to listen to every episode entirely, but he hates Sonic. He's just like, God damn it. I made a tweet about this recently. just thought it was funny that he has Sonic crossing over and all these Wait, why does games. it have to be a guy? Can it be a girl? Can you no, be a little No, girls bit aren't allowed to like Sonic. Girls love Sonic. <laughs> they have to like Amy. They're only allowed to like Amy. 
It is weird. Be in love with no, Sonic. Seriously. They want to change Sonic for no, the better. You are right. Sonic like, is big... developing a female. Fandom. It has a female fandom, like within the thing. Like, course, I mean, in my mind, the raw XD I, I, girls, the raw XD funny, girls. I just, in my mind, this is totally sexist and not okay to say in 2021. But like, in my mind, everyone on the internet's a dude. I grew up on the internet in 2000, like the early 2000s, where you just assumed everyone was a guy, and like 99.9 percent of the no, time, you were like right. So it was just me like, too. but I know you're not supposed to still think that way, especially now because it's not even true anymore. But in my mind, it's just, it's just that's still how I think Can about I, the internet. The the space that we inhabit on the internet is certainly more dominated by right. guys. That's, right. There's no denying true. it. Very true. But exactly. girls. And that's you the thing, like, certain Sonic, fandoms, okay. this is what made me think about it exactly, it's like, the certain <laughs> fandoms are very, like, weighted towards one gender or the other. I want to be like, I'm going to pick up bitches, I'm going to become a, a The Sims YouTuber, <laughs> become huge in The Sims community, just because I know <laughs> there's a lot of female fans. But, uh, no, I'm sure that there are, like, you know, th- there are a lot of girl Sonic fans. I, I think, I think I only know that because there's a lot of, like, talented artists I know, and a lot of them are girls. I think, I think maybe, you know... It's just, I feel like the Sonic, Sonic has a sort of universal appeal. I, I can totally see why it would appeal to both genders. There are some game series out there. I can see like, you know, modern warfare type type games have a way more male audience. Okay. Yeah. Well, next time we'll get deeper into Sonic lore. Thanks for listening, if, guys. With the Maybe. We'll see if I d- d- decide to bless you with my knowledge. Maybe I'll just keep it secret. Please, maybe, Master. Maybe I'll yeah, all my Sonic. Fine, we'll get we'll get into we'll get deeper into something else Sonic related then. We'll figure it out. We will. We'll we just will. make Sonic. I will music be happy to talk about Earthworm Jim stuff. Maybe. Any Earthworm, yeah, Iceworm Jim. I'm gonna be like studying Sonic and all this lore shit, and then you bring me on the next episode. Like this is the Earthworm Jim episode. No, yeah. no Sonic. Yeah. You're gonna be like, all right, Cybershell, get us a cyber, uh, an Earthworm Jim playlist now. Dude, that game also has pretty great music. That's by Tommy Tallarico. He's a talented composer. Oh my god, I know him because he worked with Mega Sixty Four. Yes, funny. he did. He did. Yeah, he did some great videos with them. God, the Mega Sixty Four guys are so funny. They were. Oh, uh, we could do a podcast on that. All right, Sam's gonna I, love that one. I have met them so many times because Same. they come to PAX every year, and I would just go to PAX every year, and I was just every single year I would meet them. Like, hey, I mean, they didn't know who I was. I was just a fan. But I was like, hey, yeah, it's you Same. guys. I'd buy their con exclusive DVD. Those guys are great. And I can't believe, or I mean, I can believe that they're still doing it. But like, they're still doing. They're still doing Mega Sixty Four. They're, they're like a band. Long. They're like yeah. a fucking band, dude. Crazy. I can't believe how long they've been going. Like, goddamn. I, I'm getting like internet flashbacks now. I remember buying the version one DVD off of like the something off. Wow, the like, man. I didn't know you're this deep wow. into them, dude. Yeah, yeah, no, I've been a fan. I like, I sent in a message. Like, they sorry, my voice has like, like been screeched, is like been stretched. They read one of your messages in a video. Oh, uh, no, no, on like the 20th podcast. When the podcast was like new, I was like, wow, cool, a Mega 64 podcast. I'm not gonna lie, I haven't like caught, I haven't been keeping up with it. I'll check in every now and then, but they, they're on like episode 600 now. It's crazy. Yeah, I check in every now and then as well. And they have a pretty decent podcast. They're like well produced. Mm-hmm. They uh, keep it interesting. They have a good, they it must be, they're hard, just a great. Right? Fl- they're a good okay, they're, oh, group of friends. Like they flow good, well yes, back and forth. Yes, they have a great just group dynamic. They you can tell they're group, like real life friends. They have great, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it. Group chemistry. But it must be hard, right? Six hundred episodes. Don't you run out of shit to talk about? I mean, there's always current events, but like, damn, six hundred episodes. No, they just you, kind of like, what are you? you guys, what have you been up to? Like, I've, oh, I've been playing this game. I like it. It's cool. Like this new movie. They kind of keep up with like pop culture a little bit, you know? Right. You guys it's better invite like me back for um, <laughs> Gush episode six hundred. Yeah, we we will. Hell yeah! All right. Yo, come I to think, VidCon. I mean, Let's do a gush in person. 20, isn't it? I, you know, maybe I will go to VidCon. I was like thinking about that. Like I've never been. It'd is be cool 20? just to be able to meet up with creators. It's 19, Sam. It's 19. No, Are it is sure? 20. 
Yeah, you're, you're our 20th episode. It's That's 20. Kind of like a, oh, my oh, God. You're 20. What a milestone. Well, I, I didn't know because this episode started with you guys like, it's episode 17 or 19 or 20 or whatever. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> sure. I wasn't sure either. <laughs> Numbers are hard. <laughs> Numbers are It doesn't matter. Like, who cares? Like, what does, does it matter? It's just it really a new episode. It it's a new episode. Yeah, yeah. Although I guess it's it a new act. If you want to celebrate it as like a, a milestone. It's <laughs> a new act. Exactly. New and act. we'll see Welcome you on the next act. 20. Yeah. Okay. Cybershell Act 3 coming later on. It will. It'll be on, even if you guys don't want it, especially if you, if you don't it. want it.